everybody. Welcome back to the Active Dads podcast. We're looking, this is podcast number 23. 23. That's insane mm. to think we've been doing this for... 23 years. <laughs> oh, wait. I was going to say over six months, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, similar to that. Because we've had to take a couple breaks here and there, too. That is true. Yep. All right, John, so what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Today we're going to talk about... Um, oh, we're talking about uh, cookie cutter programs and everybody's favorite muscle mags magazines yeah that's or uh, health and fitness magazines whatever i mean you can kind of call it both honestly yeah. the separation between health and fitness has gotten wider yeah over the years not to me work not to me people are worried about the health part of things it's all aesthetics yeah yeah it's all aesthetics it's all you know i mean you can throw performance up there as well it's not really good for longevity but you know, you got to have fun while you're alive, too. That's true. So, I understand the performance part of it. But, yeah, I mean, men's journal, muscle and fitness, men's health, all that stuff. All of it's just more towards the fitness side of things over the health side of things. Oh, yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. So, one of the big issues that I have with the muscle magazines is they throw in these programs, you know, get shredded in four weeks or, yeah. you know, add 10 pounds or lose 10 pounds and you know, four weeks or whatever. They give a time frame. They give a nice round number to throw in there with it. I would love to see the statistics of how many people actually accomplished that goal within that time frame. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say it's a little bit below zero, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, you're talking accomplish the goal stated in the magazine, but that's also yes. without, without injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm going to be the first one to admit Back years ago, like Men's Health Magazine, they had, they always have, you know, that whole middle section with all the different workouts. Mm-hmm. Who's doing this workout? Who's doing that workout? And it was, you know, 17 pictures of the 17 different workouts or the 17 different movements. Yeah. And so, like, you've got this magazine in the gym with you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got to do this one. So you're going to, like, 17 different pieces of equipment to try to get yeah. in a, you know, a 30-minute workout. It was, mm-hmm. So it wasn't sustainable yeah. for me anyway. But I'll tell you, sometimes it's not even that, man. I used to follow, and I mean, I still follow him, don't get me wrong. I think he's an excellent, like, well-educated trainer, but Dr. Jim Stepani. Yeah. But my biggest pet peeve with him is everything is about, you know, 8 to 10 for 3 to 5 sets of 12 exercises. And I'm like, yeah. Dude, for me to do this with the required rest period that I would need to recover between sets, I'm gonna be here for two and a half hours, man. Yeah. I don't have time to yeah. do that much of a workout. And like he's got some great workouts, don't get me wrong. He's you know, he's got a doctor in kinesiology, he's got a doctor in exercise physiology, he's a very well educated man. I'm not saying he's wrong. Right. But I'm saying there are faster ways of getting to this. Yeah, and I mean it's and there's proven faster ways. I mean yeah. there's plenty of evidence, you know, out there mm-hmm. with athletes and and all that that accomplished that weekly yeah um i mean and and that was the thing like i would like i said i'd have this magazine and Mm -hmm. i spend more time trying to pinpoint the exact movement in the magazine yeah to then go do it then try to go back and remember what was next and then what was next because then you're like, oh crap there's 17 different movements here and i've got to remember 17 movements so you know yeah you're not only Mm -hmm you're losing time trying to remember what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But then, like I said, if it's, you know, if it's some newbie that's, mm-hmm. you know, picked up and a magazine. Let's be honest. That's 90% Absolutely. of the people using that magazine. Absolutely. Like, oh, this is what The Rock did to get jacked? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Oh, they're like <laughs> on the toilet and they're reading this magazine. Oh, snap. Here's the workout yeah. I wanted. Here's, that's just perfect for me. Yeah. I'm going to look know? just like The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll come... I looked at some of the rock stuff and the one that hooked me, man. Um, and we talked about <laughs> it. Yeah. So, and, and I actually, I actually prescribed more to the, the diet nutrition end of it. And I did the actual workout. I mean, I did do some of the workout, but, um, it was when Ryan Reynolds did that blade movie, blade Trinity. Yep. And, I, heard, it, and I've, I mean, I've always been a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. So, yeah. You know, when that when I heard that he was doing men's health, I was like, well, I'm going to be the first one to get my copy. So, mm-hmm. of course, I went to the bookstore and got my copy of it and mm-hmm. was reading it. And 
I was like, eh, well, the workout's not too much different than the stuff I no, do. No, it wasn't ridiculous. Ryan yeah. has a very good trainer. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Give that. Um, the diet and nutrition was a little different, um, but at the same time, if you read the article, you know, he was trying to bulk up, you know, pile mm-hmm. on lean, mus- lean muscle, and then shred out at the end for the flick. Yeah, so uh, that one caught me too. I remember when that was for Blade Trinity. And uh, the other one that caught me, and the crazy part was, was like they were on the spectrum of, I don't know if it was natural or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like with Ryan Reynolds and Blade Trinity, looked great. Yeah. You know, but he wasn't a big guy in the first place. Right. You know what I mean? Like he put on some muscle, he trimmed down a little bit, but I would say he could 100% achieve that naturally. Oh, yeah. Now, in the time frame that he had from getting the script to getting in that shape, yeah, eh, kind of muddies the waters a little bit. That's one of the big things about it. So people are like, yeah. oh, he could easily get there naturally. Well, yeah, maybe if he had five years to lift. But you got to think, man, they're getting the script, you know, what, six months before they yeah. start shooting? Oh, yeah. So during that time frame, I'm still going to say that he was natural during that one. Oh, I have he was zero issue with that point in time. So Yeah. You know. And like, you know, like we were talking about before, um, whenever he was on that sitcom that me and you both liked, yeah. like he wasn't a small guy then. He's never no. really been scrawny. Even in Van Wilder, he's yeah. in pretty decent shape. Yeah. So I think for Blade Trendy, he probably put on, I don't know, maybe – maybe eight or nine pounds of muscle, yeah. but then just slimmed down a little bit. And you got to admit, too, when he was in that little dark room with the spotlight coming down, oh, that yeah. was some perfect lighting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you yeah. got lighting, makeup. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's, I'm not saying there was any CGI going on, but that lighting was damn near perfect I mean, to show a, those abs. And a tan will, mm-hmm. a tan does it all. I mean, like right oh, now, like, a huge help. I can't stand looking at myself in the mirror right now. It's just, <laughs> just pasty. Like, I put on shades. Pasty, pasty, but... I feel like right now, even where I'm at, if I hit the if I hit the the tan whatever, some tanning oil crap, whatever, mm. or just some sunlight, which it's actually existent today. I know, right? I know. First time, the sun's been up for like three hours. Yeah, I get used to it because it's only got a day <laughs> or two, um, and it'll go dark again. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like right now where I'm at, I feel like a little bit of sun, a little bit of tan, I could be popping. Oh but, yeah, you know. Uh, that one that one hooked me. But I was you know I was literally getting up an extra hour early and. You know, eggs and oatmeal and uh, mm-hmm. no, it was applesauce. Applesauce was a biggie. Yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to the diet, to be honest with you. Yeah, I did. I it just was, did the training. I was like, I was damn determined that that diet was going to make me look like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I don't think I looked at the diet at all, to be honest with you. I just yeah. kind of focused on the exercises and the program that his trainer was going through. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good stuff. I was, I, was, I mean, I had. I copied that sucker down, and I mean, I bought all the food, and mm. I was, and I was eating three to four or five meals a day by that thing, <laughs> like lots of tuna, lots of egg whites, um, like I said, applesauce and eggs in the morning. Mm. I mean, I was so okay. So let's go into that as well. So whenever you were doing that diet, like it told you everything you needed to yeah. eat, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But did it ask for your actual weight? Or your body composition? No, 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 no. I just started eating what it yeah. said. Did it tell you, Ryan, how heavy he was, how tall he was, what his daily no, caloric expenditure was? It pretty much was? just said, this is how exactly, he bulked yeah. up. Two cups of oats, half yeah. an apple. Like yeah. They just give you standard stuff. Oh, yeah. And if you're the same size as him at the beginning, yeah. then yeah, it may work. And But they don't give a shit how heavy you are. They don't care how tall you are. They're like, yeah. oh, well, this is what he ate. Yeah. Do with it what you will. And then, so like I said earlier, the, the sustainability part of it, you know, yeah. four weeks into that, I was so sick of eating the crap I was eating, the way I was eating it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. So and not like, seeing the changes that I wanted to see. <laughs> I was about to say, did you look like Ryan Reynolds at the end of that Absolutely program? Absolutely not. <laughs> my wife reminded me of that. You don't look like <laughs> Ryan. Mm. Yeah. And the other one that uh, really caught my attention, well, so, 300 kind of caught my attention, Yeah, that but was, it was when I found out who yeah. they were working with. Yeah, that was a very so, good one. Yeah, the big one that caught me was Henry Gaval, Yeah. or Caval, or however you say his name. Cavill. Cavill, yeah. yeah. Whenever he was uh, doing the Superman role. Yeah. And, dude, he looked fantastic during that. And, you know, the movie came out, and then, like, a couple weeks later was when the issue came out. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, God, they got his training broken? Yeah. Dude looks stacked, because I remember him from Immortals. Yeah where he was a lot smaller. So that's one of the things that kind of tipped the scale on me, whether it was Natty or not, yeah. was just the fact that, like, you know, he was lean. I mean, he was like Brad Pitt and Fight Club lean during Immortals. Right. And then you see him 
on Superman, and he's jacked, but he's not like lean. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's got some abs poking through, yeah, power rounded lifter. shoulders. Yeah, I wouldn't even a powerlifter. He didn't have a gut whatsoever. He definitely didn't have a gut. Yeah, but I mean, he was he had a lot more bulk yeah. on him, but he also had a little bit of like I don't want to say water weight, but he was carrying around a little uh, puff. Yeah, that some people get whenever they're on the juice and the oh, diet yeah. ain't just right. You know, right. but again, maybe that was the role they were going for. They yeah. weren't going for the shredded Lee Priest looking Superman of the right. comic books. They were trying to make him a little bit more realistic. So I could see that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Gerard Butler was, like you said, in 300. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. Now, actually, with that one, I didn't at all look at, look at the, uh, the the diet into that. I looked at the, the workout into that because they had some it videos. It was just the one. They had it's some, called the 300 workout. Yeah. Well, they had yeah. some videos uh, mm. uh, with, him, with Gerard actually doing his training, yeah. you know, and I was like, now that's some stuff I could get into. Yeah. And we actually adopted the 300 thing. Um, yeah, I remember the, Mike was real big on it. Yeah, yeah. He I would mean, do it constantly. Yeah, we did that when we, we had what we called the Warrior Challenge at the, like, well, we had it, we had it at this gym for a couple months, the first, the, when we mm-hmm. first opened here. But then uh, when we were in the downtown location, we had the, the Warrior Challenge, and that thing was, I would love to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we did a lot of different stuff, but we always like once a month we threw in that 300 mm-hmm. and it was a team, team effort. Um, man, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we, basically just turned into the Murph. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think CrossFit, like what's his face? Glassman. Yeah. Literally just saw that and he's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to change a couple exercises in yeah. the rep range. Yeah. And then just turned it to the Murph. Oh, well, we started. We started changing up stuff. We do different workouts every challenge. You know, we would mm-hmm. run out and do stairs and stop in the middle of a parking lot and do you know flutter kicks. And I mean, we had a good time with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was fun. I got you. But yeah, Jar Butt was always a weird one too. Because that's I think that's the only movie I've ever seen him in shape in. Yeah, he got like yeah he got like jacked before and after. Go. Yeah, it was just gone. I mean, he's like. He's remaining most of the other or the recent roles. He's still big, like hmm. bulky, but not. I mean, lean he just at looks all. like normal genetics. Yeah. You know what I mean? He looks like somebody who didn't even used to live. Right. You know right. I mean, he's just a big guy. Yeah. He really yeah. is. But then you also noticed, you know, in 300, like how much CGI was involved and yeah, a lot the of way those folks too. looked. Yeah. Um, Cause that was all. I mean, that was all the rave, man. After mm-hmm. that movie, I'm not gonna lie. Everybody yeah. was like, "I want to look like those guys. I want to mm-hmm. have the six pack." And I mean, that was well, that's when six packs went nuts. Mm-hmm. It was after that flick. Did you ever see the second one? I did with uh, mm-hmm. the guy from. Uh, oh, what was that show? Oh, the show was on CBS. I think it was CBS with the chick that gets blind spot. Yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, was, it was him. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was terrible. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. No. It was it definitely didn't live up to the no. hype of the first one. And he didn't first have, one was awesome. He didn't have the Gerard Butler just in your face. Yeah. I mean, he tried. But yeah, that was one cool thing, man. He played an excellent Leonidas. Yeah. He really did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there was a... Just I, that attitude and, like, the crooked smile that he had. That yeah. was awesome. He did I remember doing that. a. I remember doing a skit uh, like in, at, when I did children's ministry dressed up like Leonidas. Trying to be old, but you know, I was just <laughs> carved up that night. Yep, you got a good did, warm up man. set in. <laughs> I had my lace up sandal things on, and my yeah. yeah, kids didn't get it. And then I realized, you know what, their parents probably yeah. didn't let them watch 300 like I let mine. <laughs> it happens, man. It does, yeah. So, and um, so getting back to the topic of the muscle magazines. One of the biggest things about them is that they are cookie cutters. You know, every now and then you'll get what this celeb did for this movie or what this guy's working on now. But usually it's like, you know, just how to gain mass in four weeks. Yeah. Or how to gain mass in eight weeks. And it's going to be a ton of volume. They're going to take eat a ton of calories, eat a ton of protein. Next month, same thing. They're going to switch some exercise around. They're going to change the rep ranges. None of them are programmed past one month. You're not going to see, hey, this is part two of what we did last month. Yeah. You know, now that's going to be something completely different. Yeah. You're going to go from putting on mass to to cardio in the mm-hmm. next episode or next issue. 
And it's just, I don't know, it just builds these. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just yo-yoing the yeah, entire yeah. way. You know, you're not going to stay consistent. No. It ain't like, okay, these are for the guys who have a show coming up in June. Yeah. You know, it's always yeah. going to be aimed towards beginners, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, with a beginner, one thing that you can say about them is you really can't screw up their programming because uh-huh. just getting them to do something is going to show some results. Yeah. You know, absolutely. like we talked about in the getting started thing, it doesn't matter what you do, just start doing something and you're going to see right. results pretty quick because your body is going to adapt to the training. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand that. But the big thing about it is, you know, if you're looking to gain mass, you finish up one program, the next program is probably going to take you in a different direction. Even if it's targeted for mass, <clears throat> excuse me, they can't just continue the same program because to them that's old news. Yeah. You got to think most of this is about journalism as well. Oh yeah. It's about, Hey, I've got to write something every month, whether right. it matches the last thing or not. Yeah. Oh, people are tired of that. Okay. Well, beach season's coming around time to throw out a cutting routine. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, I mean, that is the problem because, you know, new folks will grab, grab onto those and they'll read them. And they'll they'll build up this false, uh, I don't know. They go into it with no goals, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they have no clue. Just get big, yo. Yeah, they have no clue what 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 kind of goals. I mean, you mm-hmm. know. So then they see that. Well, it's, like you said, get big, yo. Um, so they start putting on mass, and it's like, but was that really your goal? Um, yeah. Well, so the biggest issue that I see whenever people come in and more often than not it's the female clients or female potential clients that come in they want to get toned yeah but then when you talk to them and say what that actually means they're like oh well well, i don't want to like you know add muscle yeah like well you have to add muscle you're soft for a reason because you have no muscle yeah so we're going to add some muscle to you as you add the muscle that's going to in turn burn the fat for you and it's not going to be at the same time you know i mean you can't really be anabolic and catabolic at the same time. Right. So you still have to burn the fat off later on. But as you increase the muscle mass, you're going to see your body composition change whether you lose the fat yet or not. Oh, yeah. So one of the big things about it is just volumizing the muscle in the beginning. Once the muscle gets volumized, then we can look at starting to grow it or starting to cut the fat off yeah. and then going back and forth over, you know, a period of months. Right. I don't mean back and forth as in like, oh, okay, we're building muscle today. Oh, this is Tuesday. We're cutting fat today. You know, you can't do it that way. But one of the biggest things that I, I'm sorry, I say that a lot, Donna. One of the biggest things, there's a yeah, lot of big things. Yeah. <laughs> but another aspect of it, excuse me is you don't really know too much about the people who are writing these programs. Right. You know, they don't go into their success stories. They don't go into what they've done before. You don't hear a lot about their history. You know, with yeah. Dr. Jim Stepani, whenever I got a hold of him, he was like, oh, yeah, I used to write for muscle and fitness too. I'm like, oh, really? Where'd that come from? Right. Like, where did that go? Usually there's a celebrity's face on the front of all these. They don't talk about who's actually writing it, oh, yeah. what the trainer is. So they could be giving you terrible advice. Oh, yeah. You don't know because you don't know them personally. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very similar to these like pyramid scheme supplements, yeah. these powders, you know, these miracle powders. Like take take this powder and then put this in your tea and like just get our whole regimen. It's only $7,000, yeah. but... You know, and don't eat any food. Just take all this synthetic garbage. And so the people pushing it down your, down everybody else's throats have no experience. They're not trainers. They're not dietitians. No certifications. Yeah. That, you know, they may have, you know, I don't know, changed tires for a living the day before. There's nothing wrong with changing tires for a living. Trust me. I've been there, done that. But what I'm saying is, is they're not, they know nothing about what they're pushing other yeah. than it's making me money. Mm. They've never worked on gym floor with real clients living real life situations. Right. Yeah. So, so I see some of these people, I, you know, I've had some that followed me on like Insta and stuff like that. And, and, and the only reason I keep them on there is so I can get a good laugh sometimes because <laughs> like, you know, they've moved up through the ranks of selling this pyramid scheme garbage and now they've gone from selling the pyramid scheme garbage to recording their workouts and showing and playing videos of their workouts, trying to get people on, more people on board. And it's very similar to what infomercials and magazines do. Mm. And they try to hook you, but then I'm watching them do these workouts and they're horrible. Like yeah. that, 
that that squat looks terrible. That that's not what I would call a deadlift. That's horrible. So why do they need? I mean, why should they be teaching people if they're teaching them the wrong ways of doing things? And I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of times with like magazines and things like that. Like you said, you don't know anything about the person no. that's actually saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> yeah, it gets to be a pain in the butt sometimes. Yeah, and there's a lot of product pushing within that too. You know, oh, how many yeah. times do you flip through and you see a workout? And then you flip through the next page, workouts continued, and then there's a huge ad for their company's brand new fat burning product that'll make yeah. your results yeah. even better when doing the program. Yeah, see page yeah. 22 for the rest of the article, but you get 17 pages of powders and pills Yeah, between there mm-hmm. to look at. So, yeah, I mean, and then it's like, what powders and pills do I need to be taking? Obviously, this magazine says I should be taking these. It does this, this, and this. I should take it. Mm-hmm. because it'll make me look like that guy. Yeah. Then you read the side effects, and you're like, oh, this is crack cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just want me to smoke some meth then. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your your hair may fall yeah. out, your toenails may turn purple, and your, you know, <laughs> spleen may, yeah. you know, you know, drizzle down your leg, but hey, <laughs> there's a good chance oh, that you'll look like that guy who was yeah. like the, 17 time da 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 pro mm-hmm. you know that may or may not been juicing for the past 10 years yeah we ain't gonna talk about that part and, of it because we know. can't sell that in this magazine yeah, so yeah. we're gonna leave that part out now let's not mention the fact that he died like three years ago mm-hmm. heart failure <laughs> heart failure <laughs> i mean so yeah like and i and i say this because i did that i mm-hmm. was that guy Oh, that was I me, mean, man. In high school, I was like, bam, this is the program I need. Yeah. I would follow it to the T. I literally had one of these little notebooks. Yep. I've got my training log right here. That's what I'm holding up. But I would have one of those. And before I would go to school the next day for weight training class, I would write down everything yeah. I had to do. I would look at the rep ranges and be like, okay, I could probably do you know this weight for it. you know. And then I would have my rep ranges down. I'd do the whole program. And I'm like, damn, I'm sore. But I don't think I got any results out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and yeah, I jumped on board with that stuff. I mean, I, you know, when UFC first came out, went big. You know, mm-hmm. Zions came out, um, supplement Talking company, something to make your heart race. And Ooh. so I jumped on the whole Zions thing. And I mean, mm-hmm. I was lifting heavy, but then I was trying to ride, run, and all that stuff. I mean, I was in my early twenties taking Zions tests booster the science test <laughs> i mean i'm 20 some years old and yeah, I'm, testosterone you know, through the roof and right throwing some more on top hey, of absolutely it. and you know i didn't i didn't know any better yeah. but that's what that's what those guys that's said, what chuck said. That's said what chuck Waddell said <laughs> yeah. so i was like well by god that's that's i'm gonna be that guy mm-hmm. you know so i was training like the magazine said like a madman mm-hmm. i was you know, taking, I had the powders and the pills, and I didn't do any of that illegal stuff just because, yeah. I mean. Well, back yeah. then, a lot of the illegal stuff was legal. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was the crazy part about yeah. it. It was nothing to take something, and yeah. then they get pulled off the market two months later because the FDA is like, oh, this is 90% steroids. Let's take yeah. this down. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when I got A little back, bit of ashwagandha to top it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there you go. And I started racing again, so, you know, everybody yeah. was like, Hey, I don't know, but you might not ought to take that stuff because mm-hmm. it's. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, because it may just pop up on, you know, on mm-hmm. your water test or, uh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You get to win a race, and next thing you know, you get popped for Ashiwanda or whatever. Ashiwanda. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, I did it, dude, and and, and it sent me through like I I, I started having like skin issues and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff and because i was just dumping this crap down my body i didn't know uh-huh. what side effects it had and i would go to the dermatologist and I'm like man i don't know what's wrong with you I, mm-hmm. i've never seen anything like this before <laughs> in my life i mean that's literally what they said i had two dermatologists standing in front of me going dude this is not like i have no clue we don't know what to tell you you know mm-hmm. they said some scary stuff. They man. said, write down everything you're doing and start subtracting it until it goes until it stops, and then you'll yeah. know. So, I just stopped everything and went, okay, I can't do this. I'm going yeah. straight. And that's when I went straight to natural foods, hmm. and and nothing more than that. Yeah. yeah. Other than like protein powder. I remember but, the one thing that I liked back in high school yeah. was ripped fuel. 
I used Rip Fuel. Twin oh, Labs? Yeah. Dude, because yeah. Lee Priest was yeah. their spokesman. Yeah. You know, so like, oh, I've got to get everything they sell. Yeah. So I started taking Rip Fuel to get lean. You know, I'm in high school, 120 pounds, and I think I need better abs. So my first thing is take a damn fat burner. Yeah. Heart rate stayed steady at like 120. Even when I was sleeping, I would sweat just walking up the steps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember that stuff, up, man. man. And the bad thing about it is, is, yeah. is other people see you do that, and mm-hmm. then they think, "Well, I need to do that." Mm-hmm. And so, I, I literally like I was taking those things, and and so I saw some. Uh, there was a guy at work, man, that he was. There was no way the guy was ever going to go to the gym. Like mm-hmm. he ate horrible, wasn't working out, but he wanted yeah. to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So he saw what I was taking, so he starts taking it, and he starts like. <laughs> but he's not doing he's not changing his diet he's still eating like eating. So he's very anabolic <laughs> very anabolic and he's dumping rip fuel down his and yeah. then there was there was some other fat burner that came out um oh there's a bunch of them back then God, i can't remember the name of it. uh lipo 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 six oh, or lipo, lipo six lipo yeah six. yeah so like he starts taking lipo six and then you know he's having like heart issues and i'm sitting there like and i start to feel guilty yeah because Man, that's on him. I'd set this example, and I'm like, <laughs> so he, this guy's looking at me, and I'm doing this stuff, and then yeah. he started doing it, and he's like, this, you know, I'm worried it's going to kill him, and then I'm going to go to jail for it. So, you know, I had to start looking at that stuff and being like, man, do I really need this? Is it really is it really that beneficial to me? No. Um, no, I mean, I, I look back now, and it's like, I mean, I put on a little mass when I was doing mm. the test booster or the science test and those things. Yeah. Um, Dude, I tried a couple of those natural test boosters, especially like the same thing that you were talking about. Yeah. You know, back when my testosterone was as high as it possibly yeah. could be, yeah. I tried the, uh, I tried some ashwagandha and um, was other tribulus. Yeah, I got nothing out of those, man. I took tribulus for probably six months solid. Yeah. I didn't see a damn bit of growth that I was supposed to see. You know, what I mean, yeah. I got a little bit bigger. But I don't think the Tribulus had anything to do with it whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. And because when I stopped taking it, I still growed at the same rate. You know? Right. And then I, it goes back to what I said earlier about goals. You know, mm. I did, I went through all that just to turn around and go back to racing a bicycle and running and doing triathlons. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hadn't figured out what my goals were. And mm-hmm. I hadn't set any realistic goals at that point in time. So I go through all that. I take all that crap and do whatever damage was done to my body just to turn around and go, oh, well, this is really my goal, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of me, man. Like, <clears throat> like I said before, I was a hard gainer by habits yeah. than anything else because I still love doing my kettlebell stuff. I still love doing martial arts, yeah. you know? And to be in anabolic state to where I'm growing and putting on mass, I don't need to be burning these extra calories through my active hobbies. Right. You know, so it was really hard for me because I wanted to be bigger, but I also didn't want to slow down in my hobbies. So yeah. it's kind of a give and take back and forth. So I had slow progress, but the way I saw as long as I had progress, I was good to go. You know, yeah. if I continue to add five, six, seven pounds of lean muscle a year, I felt great. Yeah. I would keep doing that. So, I was- and so that was, the guys were like, hey, you know, going to go for a bike ride? And I'm like, sure, I'll go for a bike ride. Hmm. We go on a 30-mile ride through the countryside up through uh, Dudley Shoals and through Granite back to Hickory. And I literally about had a heart attack on, on a climb. Um, yeah. You know, this was my first ride, <laughs> you know, back. And these guys take me on this, you know, take me on this, course and i mean i didn't have clipping pedals i was using baskets and the whole nine yards mm-hmm. and just killed me yeah and you know that's why i learned it obviously pre-workout's not a good idea yeah um especially not for something like that but then like all like i said all that mass muscle i put on like was hurting me so now mm-hmm. it's like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna turn around and try to work some <laughs> lose some of this mm-hmm. uh you know or turn it around yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's having realistic goals um, before you even look into that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's one thing about it, too, is how do you know if your goals are realistic? Yeah. So, like I said on this podcast and many more, talk to a professional. 
you know, if you're wanting to gain mass and you're wanting, you know, I want to gain 30 pounds next month. Well, that's not going to happen, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't happen that quick. Well, I want to lose 30 pounds in the next month. And maybe, but we're going to be going in some dangerous grounds trying to get you there. Yeah, you need to you read Goggins' yeah. book if you're going to do that. Because I think no. he's the only one I know that's done I do that. not prescribe his book for beginners <laughs> whatsoever. Not for beginners. <laughs> We've talked about that before. Yeah. You need to be a very advanced and very mentally tough person before you start into that man's yeah. programs. And I can tell you right now, like, being back on a structured program, um, it's it, – we're, I think, eight weeks, eight weeks in. Mm-hmm. And so everything – like, this week's, like, everything bumps up. And I'm I'm starting to – the body's starting to feel it, man. The brain's oh, starting yeah. to feel it. Um, just, just – it's it's a, definitely a mental thing. Like, yeah. just being able to, to eat, get the calories in I need to convince myself i got to eat more, get yep. more calories in. But then even just to get out of bed in the mornings to go knock out runs, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I completely understand that, man. That's, you know, I mean, we make the comparison all the time between running, which is as much mental as it is physical, and with jujitsu, same thing, man. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to show up to class. Yeah. You know, but nine times out of ten, those are the days where I feel the best. Oh, yeah. I feel great whenever I do show up and actually do something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yesterday was uh, – yesterday, man, I got up and out while I laid in bed first. I'm like, oh. you know, I got up Saturday and, you know, knocked out uh, – we did 18, 18. 18 Saturday, you know, we started. It was 24 degrees. Um, mm. Not a bad day, but yeah. I was tired. Um and then I got up yesterday, 24 degrees, had an hour and a half to run. And I was like, I am not doing the same route I did yesterday. So I ended up doing some trails, which were frozen and slick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I ended up with, I ended up running negative splits. You know, I was down the low in the sevens for a while and low eights. So, and when I was done, I felt great. Mm-hmm. You know, I was tired, but I still felt great. And I was glad mm-hmm. I did it. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's always been a good one. So another thing is kind of working with time constraints. Yeah. You know, whenever, you know, like I talked about before, Jim Stefani's workouts, whenever I would do his, his Superman program is fantastic. I yeah. absolutely love it. I'm not a big fan of large amounts of volume anymore, but whenever I did his program, I had excellent results off of it. I think it was a six week program, if I'm not mistaken. Might have to double check that one. But it's a six week program and I honestly felt so much stronger afterwards. Yeah. And I guarantee you I gained two to three pounds of muscle. Now whether that was just volumizing my lean muscle mass or what, but it was great. But every workout was like an hour and forty five minutes to two hours long. I mean, it's just a ton of volume. Yeah. I was exhausted whenever I left there. But I really liked it. So it just kinda depends on what kind of time you have, you know? Some of the magazines will throw out, you know, 15-minute Tabatas or 15-minute yeah. Metcon or what are they call it, uh, Imams. Yeah. Every minute on the minute. So you may have to check out one of those and see what they do. Honestly, with Imams and Tabatas, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, I can say I did get some pretty decent uh, little yeah, core workouts. get some little, good little one-offs. Um, yeah. Just some stuff that kind of changed up what I normally did mm-hmm. as a normal routine a little bit. And some, there was... There's all there's some good stuff in there, and I'll, I don't want to say they're completely useless or bad. I just I think going into it, you know, you don't want to. Like I said, it really depends on what your goals are. Yeah, reading. well, I mean that, and honestly, so I don't think a full program out of one of those. I mean, obviously, it's a cookie cutter. Yeah. It's not made for you. It's not made for me. It's not made for anybody. It's just made and thrown out there. Here, right. enjoy. You know, but you can honestly get some good accessory stuff off yeah. of you know, like a good ab workout. Yeah. Or a good Tabata. The entire purpose of Tabata is keeping your heart rate up. Whether you're doing jumping jacks, kettlebell swings, hitting the bike, hitting yeah. the rower, it doesn't matter. As long as you're pushing yourself at a low-impact, high-intensity exercise All right. for 20 seconds and then take a 10-second break, you're good to go. It doesn't matter what that exercise is. Yeah. You're not training, like, you're not building hips yeah. with a Tabata. You're not building muscle with a Tabata. Right. You're literally just working your conditioning. So yeah. the exercise doesn't really matter. So if you want to get one of those cookie cutters, that's fine. Oh yeah. The biggest place I see people messing with a Tabata 
is whenever they have like a Tabata with six different exercises. Yeah. You got kettlebell swings, 10 second break, rowing machine, 10 second break, bicycle, 10 second break. Whenever you have to think, you're not doing a Tabata. Right. A Tabata is 100% effort compared to 100% stop. Yeah. Like dead stop. A true Tabata is done on a, uh, it's a special kind of spin bike. I can't remember the name of it though. Um, basically like a aerodyne yeah. or a assault bike. I think yeah. it might be an assault bike, yeah. <clears throat> but basically you are going 100% full sprint as hard as you can. When that buzzer goes off, dead stop. And then 100% again. Yeah. I mean, you literally need people to hold the bike down. You're pushing that hard. So whenever they're mixing up these modified Tabatas with jumping jacks and step ups and all this other stuff, it's useless. Yeah, I mean, unless you get you're lost in it, dude. You can, and I mean, if you're doing it for just because you want to like feel the burn or you just want to get your mind off stuff, right. you know, just let your mind go numb and make your body work, it's perfect for that. Oh yeah. But again, that's not going towards a goal. Yeah. Unless your goal is just to kick your own ass. Right. You know. And and sometimes like, that's a good goal to have. It is, man, but. Like I said, with my clients, if the only goal is for you to come in here and make you, or for you to come in here and me make you sore the next day, well, I mean, it'd take me three minutes to beat you with a stick and send you back out the door. Oh, yeah. The goal isn't to be sore afterwards. Being right. sore afterwards doesn't mean you got a good workout in it. It just means you probably went a little bit too hard. Yeah. So, I mean, a little bit of tenderness is okay, but whenever you feel like you're crippled and you don't want to get off the couch, you obviously went a little too hard the it's day before. That's when you can go home and feel great that day and feel pretty good the next day but on that second day yep you go oh that's a little that's a little sore <laughs> that's there's where the work is at that's where the work's been done mm-hmm. not, Get a little bit of doms going on yeah not when you're crippled like i said not when you're crippled when walking out the door yeah. now there's a difference between crippled walking out the door and dragging behind in behind you yeah um because i like to leave the gym dragging butt mm. but i don't want to be I don't want to be hurt. Yeah, but the big thing is, is are you so sore you don't want to move the next day? Right, yeah. That's, that's where you hit cool. the negative benefits because you're, you know, TDEE, if you want yeah. to get scientific about it. Your total daily energy expenditure, the calories you burn the following day are going way down. Oh, yeah. And with my clients, if they're looking to lose weight, I don't want them sitting on their ass. If I put them through a leg workout, and they're like, man, I couldn't walk two days. I'm like, yeah. well, Shit, we just move backwards. Right. I want you walking every single day. I Absolutely. want you burning calories every day. Yeah. That's why I'm not going to cripple you when you're in here. Yep. You know, if one of my athletes come to me and they're like, man, I just, I've had a rough week and I just want a good workout, then yeah, I'm going to make it to where it's a little hard to get in your yeah. car afterwards. Oh, yeah. But that was the goal. And your body's was... going to put it, put out. <laughs> your body's going to give out. <laughs> We're going to make your mind work today. Yeah. I'm going to make you push yourself to where you absolutely can't push yourself any further. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, and that's where we talk about, like, I don't know some, somebody out there may be like, what are they, what are they talking about when they say cookie cutter? And, and that's, and you said it just a minute ago when you said, you know, this workout wasn't made for you. It wasn't made for me. It was made for everybody. And so when we talk about cookie cutter, that's, that's exactly what we're talking about. The fact that everybody is different. Um, and I get, I, I get questions all the time from people, you know, John. What are your macros, or what? What is this? And I'm like, well, what does it matter what my macros are right now? Because yeah. they're not going to be the same for you. Yeah. Um. So was that? I mean, so so people are like, well, what are you what are you doing to keep from getting super skinny when you're running? I'm like, I eat. I'm like, well, what do you eat? And I'm like, food. <laughs> I mean, I eat. Yeah. I, when I get hungry, I eat. When I know I when I know I've got a long training day the next day, I eat a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I eat. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. I go by feel. I know my body. So wait a minute. You're saying your calories in have to regulate your calories out That's, for the goal that you're looking for? Absolutely. Damn. There's got to be some science in there somewhere. Right. You eat more on days when you do more, and uh-huh. you eat less on uh-huh. days when you eat do less. Right. Damn, yeah, man. Yeah. That's solid. That's yeah. Like good tonight, stuff right there. I know tomorrow wow. I've got 10 miles to run on top of a work day. I'm going to put in a few more calories today. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to recover. And then the next day is a, is a lift day. I'm going to eat a little bit less. There you go, man. Sounds like caloric balance to me. Absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't take. <laughs> no, it's not a genius. The, yeah. <clears throat> any person on the planet can do 
all of this. Yeah. All you have to do is track your activity mm-hmm. and track your intake. Yeah. Those two things will take you further than anything you can read out of any textbook. Oh, yeah. If you just look at the data ahead of you, you get a Fitbit and you download my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be your two best friends. Yep. Like hang out with them, understand what goes where, what needs to be where, and you're good to go. Yeah. That's it. But the biggest issue that I have whenever clients come in and we're just not meeting their goals, man, like we're going through excellent workouts, you know, their intensity is right where I want it to be, but I just, we just can't get the needle to move. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I know I said, I, I meant we as a team cannot get the needle to move. I'm like, okay, well, we got to break everything down. Do yeah. a five day food journal for me. Five day food journal comes in. They're like, Oh, I didn't realize I was eating that much. Like, do you guess how much money's in your bank account or do you yeah, look? Right. You know, do you balance your checkbook or yeah. you just write checks blindly and hope for the best? Yeah. You know, you have to be able to look at the numbers to understand what you're taking in. You have to be able to look at your steps, look at how many calories you burn mm-hmm. to see what's going out. Yeah. This isn't a difficult process. And I'll be honest with you, I know it's tedious to track everything, but if you want to see your goals, you have to give it attention. Yeah. And if you do it, you spend a year doing that once you once you figure out i mean it's all about figuring out your body yeah your body not somebody else's but Mm -hmm. yours what works best for you and what so you do that for a year you see the results you you can move away from that because you know what works and you stick Mm -hmm. to what works i stick to what works that's it man i mean can people are like oh how can you do that all the time you not get bored i'm like no i because i like accomplishing goals yeah so I'm very goal oriented. Yeah, cut out the guesswork. Um, but then you know, and, and but then I talk to people and they're like, and they they run, but they're struggling, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, I eat, you know, I eat like this, I eat like they said, and I eat like you know this, like that." And, and uh, but I'm like, "But how they eat's not going to work yeah. for you. You've got to figure out what works for you. And if you're overeating." Even the good food that you think is good for you, you're still putting in way too many calories. Yeah, that's it. Like, like I know tomorrow, it's going to be right around 2,200 calories. That run's going to burn about 2,200 calories. Hmm. So it's not going to do me a whole lot of good to fast all day. No. You know. Definitely not. And then go try to knock out 10 miles after a work day. Yeah. You know. But like you were saying earlier, I can't eat for your goals. No. I have to be able to see what my body does. And, you know, honestly, my body probably reacts to carbohydrates different than your body. Yeah. My body probably reacts to protein different than your body. It's it's going to be a big tinkering game whenever you first get started. But once you figure it out, and for me, I don't even talk to my clients about a year. Whenever a client walks in the door, they're looking for those quick results right yeah. off the bat. So we stay away from the year-long goal. Yeah. One of the big things that I talk to them about is, so the first question I ask them is, how old are you? How old are you, John? Um, Give me a number. 39. <laughs> 39? Yeah. All right, so you basically started picking out what you wanted to eat when you were like, what, 10 or 12? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay, so we'll go with 10, just make it a yeah. round number. So that's 29 years that you've been eating whatever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me 29 weeks of eating the way you should, and let's review it after right. that. Yeah. You know, just break it down to that. You know, you've been eating whatever you want for 29 years, and let's be honest here that's not working for you that's why you're here Mm -hmm. so give me 29 weeks of eating the way that you should eat for your body and your goals and let's see what happens there yeah that's one been one of the biggest like light bulb moments for potential clients and clients that i just signed up for okay yeah you know 29 years versus 29 weeks i can do that and it's gonna be 29 weeks less of all the garbage you see in muscle mags and and all the you know all the, I mean a all the, the bars da- bars and supplements yeah. and all those things. Let's let's look at a whole let's food, look at just natural foods, natural yeah. food, and and kind of change the way you, way you look at food mm-hmm. and what it, the effect it has on your body. Like when when we when I started the whole keto thing, I I wanted to know like you can get I mean this is science you can get geeky with it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just read it in a magazine or see it on an infomercial and believe it. Because, like you said, your body may respond to carbs and different kinds of carbs differently than my body. Yeah. Like I know that I know that I can I can eat a, a, a banana and the insulin spike 
I, my body doesn't really respond mm-hmm. to to a banana. When I know to your you may have an, a huge insulin spike if you ate a banana, yeah. and so it's different for everybody. And yeah. until you figure that out, and you, you're just gonna be you're just gonna be chasing your own tail. Yeah, um, yeah. And speaking of which, uh, one of the trainers we were talking about before, Julian Michaels. Did you ever see her whole? spill on keto I and i kept hearing like all kinds of like and she back. caught hell yeah. in the keto world because she was talking about how bad keto is for your diet yeah and the funny part was was she was on like a talk show interview and apparently she has like her own blog or blog uh, or whatever you call it so she was on this interview and she was talking about like all these trans fats and butter and bacon she was eating she was yeah. eating the worst part of keto what oh, we yeah. call dirty keto yeah yeah she was like, yeah, it was just terrible. I felt bad. I did it for like two weeks. I'm like, well, how about you try it? How about you hire a professional and try it clean for about eight yeah. and then see what you feel like yeah. after that? Give it a good run. You know, it's very easy for me to bash on vegetarians and um, vegans because I've never ate that diet. I right. never planned to eat that diet. And yes, I still plan to bash on those individuals. I do not because <laughs> I have tried both of those diets. But still, I see I'm their just, value. I'm meat, man. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, I mean, I, I eat meat daily. Hey, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying there isn't some benefit to it, but what I'm saying is every study I have seen on it compares vegan or vegetarian diet to the standard American diet. Yeah, and that acronym is sad for a reason. Yeah. All right, I want to see somebody go paleo to vegan and be like, man, this is awesome. I wish I'd have done this years ago. My performance is through the roof. I'm still holding on to my lean muscle mass. I'm not feeling depressed. My you know, anxiety's gone. Like I wanna see that. I don't wanna see, hey, I went from this crappy diet to where I was eating McDonald's, you know, twenty times a week to eating fresh fruits and veggies and I feel great. So I have well, a friend. Duh. I have a good friend that's Who? he's he might be almost he might be sixty now. So you know he was a he's a runner, mm-hmm. um, and well his whole family are runners, um, and actually his daughter, well, we talked about his daughter um, went in the the bear, mm. um, run numerous times. She's a vegan, mm. um, and she's one of those that when I first when we first started training together, you know, ate you know beef and veggies and all those things. And then her dad had a had a heart attack, um, quadruple bypass. And cool. decided to go vegan. Yeah. Um, and has since then, like, just, I mean, he's running marathons and just killing his old Does old he look times. like a vegan? No. No. Does he get, actually got muscle mass? I mean, for for a long-distance runner, yeah. Um, now, <laughs> for a scrawny guy, now, he's got some muscle on Now, <laughs> Alicia, on the other hand, yeah. is a vegan and will put a lot of dudes on her shame in the weight room. Um and I'd like to meet her. We need to get her on here. I've I would, got a thousand I'm questions. I'm really hoping. So I would love to have her and her husband because he's actually they they actually moved to New Mexico because he no. was going to school there to become a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he didn't go vegan until he married her, or they started. They got together, and yeah. of course, the family's vegan. Mm. But yes, they would. That would be an awesome episode to have. I'd love to have them on, man. Hopefully, they're supposed to be moving back to back to. North Carolina. Well, when they do, I'd love to get them on here. Um, like I said, I make a lot of, you know, now, like I mean, real claims on stuff, yeah. but I also have the information to back it up. I would have loved to sit down with them. Yeah. Hey, if they change my mind, they change my mind. I'm open to have a full discussion with them on all the pros, cons. I, I want to see how they perform. I want to see what their mind is like. Before they left, we, uh, before they moved, we had, it was right around Super Bowl. We had a Super Bowl party at the house or just a Super Bowl get together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be vegan for the whole day because they're coming over. Start dying inside. Oh, <laughs> sneaking in the closet to eat beef jerky. No, no. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what. My gut had a field day, like for two or three days. Oh, like yeah. Montezuma's revenge. Yeah. Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I like. I'm just, yeah. Dude, she's she's a beast, and 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 hasn't slowed down a beat like like i said when she came back to flew back into town for the mm. bear and then turn around and won the damn thing again on little to no training well i know it's a lot easier on women but the big yeah. thing is, is most vegans get their protein from soy-based products yeah yeah and soy 
there's a chemical, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it has an estrogenic effect yeah. to it. It's not estrogen, right. like a lot of people are saying, but it does have an estrogenic effect in men. Yeah. So with women, you know, they deal with estrogen, oh, yeah. no problem. Well, I don't want to say no problem, but those levels of estrogen with no problem. Right. With men, if you're eating or if you're eating soybeans every day and it's your main source of protein, you're gonna have issues. Right. It's been proven time and time again. Vegan, especially in men, vegan diets lead to higher suicidal thoughts, higher levels of depression, everything else because it crashes your testosterone. And what do you need to build lean muscle mass? Testosterone. All right, so so here's let me throw <laughs> let me throw a curveball at you. Okay. So are you under the the mindful thinking that you are what you eat? One hundred percent. All right. So yeah, what's, your gut is your second brain. So what's the number one cover? One of the number one cover crops growing in North Carolina. Number one cover crops: soy. Soy. So yeah. what I'll eat soy. What I'll eat soybeans. So if you if so you're wildlife, of, right? So if you're one of those people that live off of venison and even even some Man, it farmers doesn't work feed, that way. You don't. No. You don't feel that, dude. <laughs> so all right. So almost, we're gonna get into a much deeper discussion <laughs> with this one, okay? So I've heard the whole discussion. You know, the strongest animals on the planet eat plants. Gorillas eat plants. You know, gorillas are all plant based. Ox, they're strong. Everybody says strong as an ox or strong as a right. bull. Yeah, I also don't have a body full of hair, sharp-ass teeth, and big horns. The oh, hormones are a little different between the animals. <laughs> like I whenever that. I know a lot of people eat, um, especially overseas in the UK, they will eat horse meat because they say it is higher levels of testosterone. But still, you're talking about a minuscule amount. Right. You know, anytime an animal eats something, especially venison, anything related to goat, which deer, you know, evolved yeah. from goats. I love some. But anything with that, that's why goats are toted as the animal that can eat anything. You know, I mean, they'll yeah. eat kudzu, all kinds of stuff. But once they break it down, their organs are absorbing that hit. They're yeah. designed to do that. Yeah. You know, you can't say, like, you can't make that comparison because it just doesn't work. Their hormones are completely different than us. That's why they don't walk on two legs and have opposable thumbs. You know, they're kind of yeah. wired a little different. So I know that, but I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up so everybody yeah. else could hear that. No, that's one of the crappiest mm -hmm. arguments I have ever. Because heard. that is an argument you hear. One of the arguments you hear. The oh most. yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I've heard that argument many times. But like I said, I don't grow antlers either. Yeah, you know, I don't it know, doesn't you grow matter. Yeah, <laughs> bad hair day maybe, <laughs> but that's gonna be it. But no, anytime more. the animal eats something, obviously we're getting traces of that, yeah. but it's not going to be that much. Right. And I mean, really, you know how many deer are out there eating soybeans? That's a treat a for them. Bunch. That's a treat. It's not a daily thing for them. You know, they're not tearing up soybean fields because farmers are keeping them away from it. Oh, Normally they're going to be grazing fields. wild. I'll tear up some soybean well, fields. They get in there once or twice. They the farmers start pushing them out. Yeah. But no, that's the big thing about it is their organs are processing that. Their endocrine system is dealing with that. Once it actually gets to the muscle itself, there's not much estrogen left in that. There's not much soybean byproduct left in that. That's always one of the big arguments. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. It was a good teachable moment. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm always, man, I'm always on the, yeah, I don't know. I see, I see. Dude, I've heard some good arguments. Don't get me wrong. I see know? good. I, mean, I see advantages to all that. That's why mm -hmm. I just incorporate it all into my diet. But I love meat it. and I love leafy yes. greens. So I eat it all. I'm a big fan of plant-based diets. Oh, I absolutely. think you should have plenty. Like if you're the plant is your base, that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with throwing absolutely. lean meats in there. Yeah. And that's one of the big things about it is whenever vegans talk about it, they talk about the standard American diet. You know, they're like, I don't see why you're against fruits and veggies. I'm not. I eat them all the time, but I have meat with those things. But there might be some chicken on top of that salad yeah. with the, tan the mandarin oranges. Exactly. The, yeah. I had a salad last night with a baked potato and a 16-ounce steak at Longhorn. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the call. As a family get-together. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. We went to the new one out in Morganton. Yeah. Oh, nice see, yeah. oh, literally in my neck of the woods. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, well, we gotta wrap this thing up. But the one last one that I wanted to touch on, well, I guess last two, we'll kind of clump those together. 
is a lot of time within those cookie cutter programs, they're not dealing with your bad shoulder or your bad knee, or maybe you got a, you know, a back injury that you're dealing with and you flip through the magazines and you're like, Oh, we've got deadlifts, Romanian deadlifts, low back extensions, leg press. Awesome. This is going to make my back feel great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you always have to look at that. If you're dealing with a program set up just for you, it's going to be a program to build those areas up, not to break them down. Yeah. Like we said, the people who wrote that magazine, they're writing for, you know, what, half a million people, yeah. maybe 10 so, million people with a big magazine. So you have to be weary of that headline at the front of the magazine that takes you to page 27 that says, in case you're suffering from lower back pain, <laughs> yeah. try this. Try Cialis. Or, you know, or try this workout. Yeah. You know, if you're suffering from lower back pain, try this cookie cutter workout. Mm-hmm. And it may be the one that just totally oh, destroys yeah. your back and yeah, the back or the workout is designed for somebody with tight hamstrings and a weak lower back, right. and you got a slip disc. Yeah. So whenever you start doing those, you know, Frankenstein's or tight lateral lunges, you just go ahead and bulge that disc out. So yeah, you've done what pretty much everybody does. You've web MD'd it. Yep. You figured out. Oh, I'm dying. I've just got a tight. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a little tight back here, even though you got a slip disc. And then you go, oh well, I've got. A week lower back and some back pain. Do this workout that this magazine says. Oh my God! Now I gotta have back surgery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's it, definitely man. one that yeah. people don't it's think like, about. Oh, my lats are just tight. Let me hop in child's pose. Yeah. And then you're like screaming for help because you just pop that thing externally and you can't yeah. get it back in. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's why I always you know it's a lot easier to talk to somebody face to face that knows how the yep. body works, knows muscular structure and how muscles work, and they can go oh. Well, this may not be a slip disc. This may be a tight hamstring or tight mm-hmm. hamstrings. So let's try this. See how for, it feels, and I'm right here in case right. you hit the deck. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yep. And the last point that we had was obviously equipment availability. Yeah. With, you know, everybody setting up home gyms right now, equipment is sparse. Yeah. But if you're grabbing men's health and it's the – you know, five by five West Side barbell strength yeah. program, which I absolutely love. That's one cookie cutter I will knock out. Yeah, that's a, but it's made to where you can modify it for yourself. Yeah, that's they give a you classic. Mods. Yeah. 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 But with that, say so you don't have a barbell and plates at home. Yeah. Right? Can't really do the West Side five by five. Unless you got like a 13 year old who uses a barbell. Yeah. <laughs> that or you just have a very heavy set of dumbbells. Yeah. 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 So. You know, equipment availability is always going to be an issue as well. If you have somebody write up a workout for you specifically, they're going to ask you, what equipment do you have at your disposal? Yeah. Oh, you got a back deck? Cool. We got somewhere to do step-ups. You probably got somewhere that you can do a pull-up on. Did you reinforce the handrails? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can use everything. Like, whenever we were during the uh, – or whenever we were at home for the stay-at-home order for those five weeks, I was using my zero-turn mower as a sled push. Yeah. I just deactivate the – uh Oh my god! Not the transmission. Deactivate the rear end. Yeah, the and I could just, hydro. Yeah, I could just push it all the way across yeah. the yard. I could hit the front of the yard if I want to do hills. I ain't gonna lie, I did that one time. I was like, nope, never doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> I kept it on the flat ground. But I mean, but, yeah, there's like I don't know, like when I got into that, how many like gimmicky things I bought off there. Like I did remember the Abtronic. Abtronic? No, I do not remember. Oh god, it's like it's like a. I'm gonna Google it now. Though. It was like a girdle, and you like. Oh god. It was like it was a like wraparound girdle, but it it was like a tinge unit. So it oh shocked yeah, your I did see those. Yeah, dude, I was like, man, I was always getting that thing, like <laughs> Bruce Lee style, you know. Yeah. Just zapping myself. Um, it never really made any abs, but man, it'd make them. <laughs> you'd see them for like five seconds pop yeah. up. There was that, and then there was oh, there was like the thirty minute or thirty second abs. Thing yeah, where you got it and did like crunches on it, and it was spring. Oh, that little roll thing, yeah, yeah a little roll yeah. cage. And then yeah. there was that, and all oh, the forearm machine. It looked like a those things had a handle so and you did dumb. That. Yeah, yeah, but looked yeah. like the Terminator's yeah, forearm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, I hated that. Yeah, but I got those things. You know, like I pulled out that magazine. I was like, oh my god, I gotta have one of those, and I could order it right there. You know, and you gonna talk and about all that, and then you leave out the shake weight. Oh, then the shake weight came. The shake weight was shake weight was awesome. Yeah, the shake weight was fabulous. My forearms got fat off that thing. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> get you out of breath real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the shake weight while you're doing anything. Exactly. 
taking a leak, taking a shower, mm. cooking dinner. Was it waterproof? <laughs> <laughs> taking a shower. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, you know, it was like you had to hang it out, like you had a cast on your arm. You just had to hang it out, which worked your core a little bit more. <laughs> All right, we're doing lateral shake weights. Keep them away from your body. Overhead. <laughs> I had an old shake weight oh, class. Yeah. <laughs> TRX, there was oh, TRX God. at 6.30 and then shake weight at 7.30. <laughs> Sweating with the shake oh, weights. Oh, my God. Many a video was yeah. made for that. We that class with some hairy palms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to get to some actual work now. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, thank Ooh. you for showing up. Yep. This is always fun. Everybody at home or driving or hopefully hitting the treadmill and being active. Uh, thank you very much, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Don't forget to shake your weight. <laughs>